previously on Creek Chat. Season finale. It's that last three pack of the season. So you know we are here to kick it with you. Dustin's Creek style. Jack, I think, is going to end up passing all of his classes miraculously. Gay goatee shows up and goatee's like, hey, what up, bro? Let's go chat, boys. Oh, man, dude, like Gene Wilder's so fucking hot. Frank Potter's proven himself to be untrustworthy. You need to go talk to Mr. Potter. Like, stat. Leary's Fresh, Fish, and Family Film and Photography market it all works it flows we're back in the bedroom oh oh you got some fucking balls kid but get the fuck out of here you're fired so dawson actually goes back to la pack your bags you going on a trip you don't have to wait because every monday we are back with a new episode of the show crew chat his name is JT with guest Chucky B. Oh my god, this is Creek Chat and it's finally happening. Welcome to 50 Randy Quaid's Presents Creek Chat. I'm your host, JT Sexy Old Broad Money. And with me, the most humble, some say the most beautiful guest on the planet Earth. You know that's right. It is me, the one and only Chucky B, where the B stands for best season finale ever in Dawson's Creek. If you go back and check the so record, far. yeah, if you go back and check the record, you'll find that to be true, uh, at least as far as Chuck's concerned. Yeah, I mean, like, once the wedding bells get cued, though, game over. That'll be the new best season finale. That's going to be the best series finale. Series finale. So what we're here to talk about are the last two episodes of season five of Dawson's Creek. Episode 22, The Abbey. Episode 23, Swan Song. Let's start out first by saying to our lovely listening audience, uh, those old, new, and anywhere in between, that we love you. Yeah, LOL. Lots of love. Because everybody knows that you got to give it to get it, and then you got it, which is... That's good. That's real good. You see, you've got it down now, and hopefully everyone at home's got it, too, so that they can give it and get it, and the whole circle of love can continue. Yeah, 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 because, you know, that's what happens when you LOL. Now, what we want to get to now are your predictions for these last two episodes. Probably a bunch of home runs. Let's, let's find out. The the Abbey, huh? It can't be about Ag- Abby Morgan, right? The Abbey. I assume that's some sort of, like, bar or something. So here's just what I, I think is going to happen to round out the season. The Audrey and Pacey thing is going to be resolved, whatever it is, going into season six. That's true. It is pretty much resolved going into Home season six. run. We're going to get some resolution, I feel like, after this next two-pack. I don't think it's going to be... You know what? Fuck it. It's going to be good. Pace is going to realize that this bitch is fucking playing with him, Alex, and he's going to end up quitting civilization because he just doesn't want to deal with it and he can get a job anywhere else. Like, he can use the skills that Danny taught him somewhere else, right? He's going to have to rise through the ranks at that place, but it's not like he can't do that. He's done it before, and I think why not do that with your main squeeze, Audrey, by your side? The girl you probably want to be with long term. 
Don't let that fucking wench control your mind. She's just trying to plant the seeds of doubt. Dude, Audrey's fucking perfect for you, dude. Like Beardo said, man, like, maybe it's so easy because it's the right fucking relationship. You know what I'm saying? Boom. Okay. Man, there were so many home runs I just hit there. I was just like, bam. No. Bam. Bam. To get into semantics, he didn't quit civilization. The whole place got shut down. Well, he kind of did. Like he intentionally, he set the coup, man. He intentionally made it so the investors just all pulled out because Alex couldn't run a good ship. So I, he committed um, career suicide. I suppose. I guess that's a form of quitting. Either way, like I said, semantics. Full credit for you, though. And yeah, him and Audrey literally ride off into the sunset. Yeah, into the Cali sunset. So I don't think anything's necessarily going to happen with Joey and Dawson this season. It's going to be more of like a cliffhanger type deal to go into next season. So we've got something to build towards the wedding. Which is technically kind of what they do here. They're like, listen, now is not the right time. Put this shit on pause if it's meant to happen, it's gonna happen. Go do your thing, boy. Yeah. So it's a good it's a good cliffhanger because neither of them are in turmoil. It's just like, listen, we gotta be in different places right now. Soulmates, let's see what happens. So yeah, 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 I'm gonna yeah, give yeah, you credit yeah. for that. And Jen, I think it's really just kind of status quo for her going forward. She's got nothing going on. Nothing really good has happened to her this season except for like Little things have happened, like she had a good relationship with Dawson, although short-lived. She doesn't really let herself get too happy. Like she got a radio show that almost got taken away from her because of her happiness. And then you go on this big old rant about Jen and her happiness and Dawson's passion. and just You kind of went off the prediction rail for a while and just ranted about Jen for a bit, which I understand. Historically, you have ranted about Jen and her decisions and that's tapered off yeah. that's tapered off until the breakup just came up recently so i can see you're still tender but you're kind of right about the status quo thing until they decide to go to costa rica and then they decide that she's not going to costa well, rica well it was almost status quo when <laughs> yeah. their original thought was cleveland? hey let's go to fucking cleveland yeah that's the last who the fuck wants to go to cleveland i'm guessing a lot of people want to go to cleveland why not? No. Well, no, man. That's not important. Jack's going to end up, I think, passing all of his classes miraculously because that's just a good fortune of him and the kids on the creek. It happens. It does happen. So, yeah, you did pretty well there. I mean, I told you, man, home run after home run after home run. After a couple of episodes of like. Oh, you were in the muck, dude. You... Getting a slump. Whew. I came back this one and was like, all right, man, it's the season five finale. We got to fucking bring our A game. And the predictions were just like, he gets up to the plate, right? And you threw that first one down, and I'm all like, wham! And I saw it fly over that fucking fence, and I'm all like, dude, this is going to be a good one for me. Let's hear the actual breakdowns before we move forward here for the Abbey. The end of the school year has Dawson and his friends struggling to go their separate ways. Okay. Episode 23, Swan Song. The best laid summer vacation plans are thrown into disarray as everyone collides at the airport. Sure. Yeah. They collide. I wouldn't say they collided. Nope. That's a hell of a word. I would think it was more like they had friendly run-ins. Pretty much how it turned out. Yeah. The only one that was kind of a collision was Gay Goatee. And not even really. Not any more than when like Jen and Dawson were kind of clashing over her decision that she needed to make. Like 
there's a little bit of tension there because he was shooting straight and she didn't want to hear it. It wasn't any rougher between Goatee and Jack, I don't think. It was all very... No, I think for more for Jack, he was just like, this is throwing me off. Well, let's let's start off with the Abbey before we get way ahead of ourselves here. And let's start off by talking about the whole Pacey and Alex and civilization thing. The storyline that you fucking hated the most, I think, coming out of the last three pack. Just because it's so detrimental to Pacey's well-being. And I think more importantly to you, Audrey's well-being. Yes, yes. And you know what? The best possible thing could have happened outside of like just her getting fired and by her i mean alex but yeah this whole thing happened and like the funny thing about it was how alex is like all right you guys know i'm a fucking bitch right um but you guys gotta do tip tape or tip top shape because we got like an investor meeting and they're gonna come here and if we do good they're gonna open up a second location and Pacey, like, she throws out some idea of what she wants on the menu, some sort of goose dish. And goose, <clears throat> Pacey's like, yeah, that would have been good six months ago, but they're, you know, they've flown south. Here's this perfect menu for you to serve. And he just gives her all this attitude. And she's like, yeah, I need to talk to you in my office. And basically, she's like, you need to cut the fucking attitude or I will ruin your life, Pacey. And he kind of looks a little shook by it, but he's Pacey Witter, so he ain't shook to the bone. No, and then, like, then she's, like, belittling all the help like everybody that works there and then she fires a girl well she straight up tells who appears to be pacey's right hand man that she hates him she's like she straight, i don't remember the exact words but it was basically like you know i hate you right and and then yeah she fires marie for sneezing on the silverware when she's got no idea if marie's the one who sneezed on the silverware yeah or if that's even what happened but Pacey's like, you can't fire her. She's a single mom, and she's raising a four-year-old, and she's got three jobs. And Alex is like, oh, no. Bitch, you're still fired. And she's like, she's like, yeah, you're fired after today's lunch. Like, and if I'm her, I'd be like, fuck you, bitch. I'm gone now. Like, suck my dick. I'm out. The meal goes on, and the investors are there, but the meal doesn't go on. Well, the funny thing is, is like right there when that happened, I wrote down, I was like, dude, why doesn't Pacey just fucking quit this job? Like, he's like, Al I'm like I, was, cause I was thinking, I was like, dude, Alex will be straight fucked. Because Pacey has to always prove a point and make a big thing about it, which he does here because no food. Oh, yeah. This is much better. Well, no food, no food is in the kitchen after she calls for it. And she goes running back. And right-hand man is like, oh, yeah, Pacey took all that shit and gave it to a homeless shelter. Yeah, that was fucking great. And she's like, um, what are you talking about? And then Marie sneezes on some silverware right in front of her. And everyone's basically just like, fuck you, bitch. Yep. And then Pacey walks around the corner with, like, five fucking pizzas. Oh, we had, like, ten fucking pizzas. It was a stack. And he, like, comes up and just starts, like verbally cutting into alex uh, to the investors being like oh she is an atrocious uh boss like does not know how to manage people treats people like shit um so yeah we refuse to work under these circumstances and we won't she um, she, tr but... she tries to turn it on pacey like being young and delusional but then right hand man steps up and he's like no actually everyone here feels that this woman is out of her fucking mind so uh, yeah this ain't gonna work 
So everyone's, we cut to seeing them later and he's waiting outside for Alex. It's later at night. Like, I don't know what time exactly. And he, he had come. I don't really understand this. Because, pa- I don't get it either. But it's because Pacey's just got this weird thing for the older women. He couldn't let the situation go fully. He knew this was going to be the end of it. Well, he's all like, he's like, I just want to know why, you, like, what made you so mean? Well, she was like, well, what makes you so fucking good is what she has later. She's like, how do you know? And he's like, I don't know, man. In the meantime, before we get to that, some crazy shit happens because his car won't start. After she kind of doesn't answer his question about how she's so mean or whatever. And she's like, I'll give you a ride home. And he doesn't want to do it, but he takes that ride. Yeah. And then she starts like freaking out and uh, starts driving pretty fast down what I imagine is not a fast road. She's going 70 and up to 75 from what she says. I'm guessing the road they're on at most is a 40. Yeah, maybe a 45. Maybe. And she's whipping around people, zooming through traffic. And she's like, oh, my my life as I know it is over. Because she's like, I can't go back into what I was doing before. This is going to follow me everywhere I go. But I've never felt more liberated. I've never felt more alive. Like the crazy person talk of... Uh, I... Well, because she looks over and Pacey's freaking out. And she's like, oh, I figured you'd be down for this. And then Pacey, like, flips it on her. Well, he doesn't... Well, he fucking... At first, he asked her to slow down. And he decided he wasn't going to put his seatbelt on until he was going 70 miles an hour. Yeah, which is stupid. Why didn't you have that motherfucker on A from the start? But if not from the start, at least when she started getting up to, like, 50. Like, put your fucking seatbelt on. Either way, he does. He flips it on her. And he's like, ooh, shit. Well, actually, you know what, girl? Maybe I'm into this. Yeah, maybe you should go faster. And then a van starts to pull out, and she swerves, misses it, and then, like, slams on her brakes, and she's freaking out. That She's like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. I, I almost just ruined my life. Well, then he ends up being like, listen, you can't go through life feeling sorry for yourself, and you can always try and make things right again. So, like, you might be at fucking rock bottom, but you can stop being a piece of shit. Her response to him is, the saddest thing about the whole thing is I actually like you. And I'm like, that is just weird. That's exactly what I fucking wrote. Because, like, I wrote, Pacey's giving advice to Alex. This is weird. Then I put, Alex says the weirdest thing is that she's actually into Pacey. And I'm like, that's fucking weird. The advice to Alex thing, whatever. Okay, that's part of the fucking package. But when she's like, I actually like you, I'm like, "Mm, no, you don't. You are in a bad place right now, and he's just a good person. He's just being nice to you. You need to go fix your shit. And maybe maybe you're right. Maybe he is the person you actually like. But not right now. Don't do it. He's got other things to be doing, Alex. Don't do it. So we move on from there. And we're going to talk about the whole Jen and Jack and Graham situation. Which starts out with Jen and Jack sitting there trying to figure out where they're going to go on vacation. Because Jack's like, listen. Grams is 76 years old, and her life is so much more active than our lives. We need to find some kind of big old adventure to go on right now. And so they come up with the grand fucking plan of going to Cleveland. And then I wrote, 
Who the fuck wants to go to Cleveland? Okay, so that's the second time you've made it a point to ask who the fuck wants to go to Cleveland. Listen, that's not even where they said it was a joke that they were making in the show, obviously. Like, no. Yes, it was, because they ended up settling in two months in Costa Rica, which is clearly not Cleveland. And this is not to disparage well, Yeah, I know Cleveland. that, but they seemed pretty into it. I think it was supposed to be a joke. For our benefit. Whether they were serious or not, I think it was supposed to be a joke for us, the audience. Well, then the writers agree with me. Now, I'm pretty sure Who Cleveland, Cleveland. I'm pretty sure Cleveland has the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, which for Jen would be really cool because she loves fucking rock and roll. Well, Graham's, well, Graham's a school's Jen when she drops the Costa Rica news because she's like, actually, Jen, I just got on the phone with your parents. They just bought some house in on the, like this beach that you used to go to when you were growing up, and they want you to come spend the summer with them. And she's all like, nah, man, I'm going to Costa Rica. Well, she ends up telling Jack. She's like, yeah, dude, like, I'm not going to go with my parents. I am going to go to Costa Rica. Don't cancel that shit. And Jack's like, I'm not going to say that I think you're doing the right thing here. But okay, do what you want. And Grams comes in. He's like, what do you think, Grams? And Grams like, I think it's more complicated than we know. And that only Jen knows what the right call is. So basically, like, if she doesn't want to go to her parents' house, that's her fucking call. Yeah. And that's where we leave it with them is those two are going to Costa Rica for an adventure. And again, I didn't remember how this all played out. And I assumed they weren't going to Costa Rica. But I really hoped that they were going to. Because that would have been really fun for them. Although knowing this show, there would have been a Toby-like situation from The Office where one of them ends up in the hospital immediately. Yeah, it would have been nice if uh, it would have just been like, oh, they're going to Costa Rica. And then in the first episode of season six, they just talk about their summer in Costa Rica and how badass it was. Yeah, that's all we would need. It was just a good fucking summer. They both chilled with some local singles, worked on their tans. Got a little drunk. No, Jack had to dry out. He was actually sober in Costa Rica. Yeah, probably. Maybe not. Maybe he just he drank on the weekends, you know? <laughs> he learned how to moderate himself. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, so we're going to move on to the Cape Side crew here of Joey, Audrey, and Dawson. Is that where we get the opening of the episode? Oh, absolutely. If you want to give, give that to us. Audrey and Joey are uh, getting soaked with... Like, what was that, water guns? Yeah, there was like this big party in their dorm because it was the end of this, the, the term, the whole year or whatever, and there's a water fight going on. Yeah. Uh, it was, it, yeah, Joey gets super soaked through her door. Yeah, and then like they close the door, like Audrey closes the door when she rushes in, and then like there's a knock at their door, so like they grab some water balloons and they open it, and who is fucking there who gets soaked with water balloons? Other than Gene fucking Wilder. So before Gene Wilder came to the door, they established that they were leaving or Joey was leaving soon for Capeside with Dawson. And Audrey was like, you Yo, should come to come LA. to Cali, baby. And Joey's like, no, I'm going to Capeside. And Audrey's like, okay, then I'd like to go to Capeside. And Joey's like, okay, that's fine. Why don't you come with? So now she's like, you got to be ready to go tonight. And that's when we see Wilder. When Wilder gets soaked... Audrey takes off. She's like, I'm going to leave you two to it. Yeah. And then Gene's like, hey, I just also want to like right off the top. Thanks for not fucking me. That was great. Superb. I, You know what? I couldn't be happier that you didn't fuck me. He's like, he's like, yeah, I would have enjoyed it. Don't get me wrong because you're like hot, Joey. But um, I don't need that sort of drama in my life. So thanks for not 
blowing me. Thanks for being the more adult of the two of us. And then uh, she gives or he gives her a book where she has like her first published works in there. Yeah, it's a literary review, and it's the first story that she wrote, like The Kiss or whatever, the one that he was like, it doesn't have an ending. He put it out and got it published or whatever. And they kind of hug, and like, I'll see you next fall. And I wrote down, like, ooh, it's still, like, hot in here between these two. Is this going to pick back up next year somehow? Nah, dude, Joey is all hot for Dawson. But there's time and there's distance and there are events, as we've seen, that can shift people's perspectives and people's feelings. Nah, so over the summer, what will happen Hold that off we won't see? Hold, are these predictions? No, there's just something that's going to happen that we're not going to see. Like CMC's band's going to roll through, Joey will blow them, and like uh, Dawson will like, I don't know, he'll hook up with some actress that he dated or whatever while he's out in cali for like the like it'll be like a fling and then he'll feel bad about it and he'll come back and him and joey will just get back together like nothing happened we'll see and speaking of dawson right now he takes a call from this agent that he hung around for and oliver just happens to be there to overhear it and they kind of like baker a little bit and Dawson's like oh i thought we were not talking to each other and oliver apologizes and dawson's kind of like so what are your plans this summer? So we don't know exactly what's happening, but there's something going on with Dawson, Oliver, the agent, and probably the movie. So yeah, this leads me to like to wonder how far of a time jump there's going to be between season five and season six. So obviously this leaves off with him going to LA. Yeah. We'll just say that right now. And he's going to be there for what, two months, I think they said? Or was it three? I don't know. It's going to be a while. It's not going to be it's more be than the summer because he's got classes in the fall. Do you think that we get time in LA? I guess is the question you're trying to ask. I guess it's possible because we could have it. half of the cast is going to be out there. Let's just wait and talk about that till we get to the end of the next episode because there are very relevant questions that I have about that setup because, like you just said, half the cast is going to be out there plus some other intriguing things. But for right now, after Joey takes a little last look at her dorm room, everyone – now they're all in Cape Side. They come over to Dawson's house. He's working there sanding down a boat or something like that. And Audrey's like – Where's your room? I've heard so much about this magical bedroom. I need to get back. Yeah, up she's in like, there. I need to go just check out your house, Dawson. Can I just go walk around? Because I've got this like vision in my head of what it is based on all these stories. I need to go check it out. And if your mom's in there, I'm gonna talk to her. That's like it's such a crazy thing to think about that Audrey just stepped into the middle of this world of people. Five of them who have their own mythology because they're so melodramatic and live such crazy lives and live around people who live such crazy lives. And she just gets to step in, coming out of her own world and her own drama too, not to diminish her shit, but she didn't seem like she had a crew. But now she's got a crew that she's seeing the mythical homeland that she's heard stories over the last one nine months. Yeah, which that's is pretty cool. So, that's so fucking crazy to think about. So she takes off and leaves those two alone. 
<clears throat> and she's like, bro, listen, do me a favor. You got to hang out with Audrey for a while. I got something to go do. Yeah, she's like, yeah, man, I got to go uh, talk to Frank because, dude, ever since I got mugged, dude, and that mugger didn't tell me shit, man, like, I just been thinking about why did my dad do the shit he did, so I need to go talk to him, be like, yo, Frank, Mike, whatever the fuck your name is, tell me some answers that I want to hear. Well, here's the fucking problem. When she gets to that prison, he's not there anymore. No, yeah, they're like, no, man, he got released because he's a good, like, he... He didn't do shit while he was here. He's he's been on parole for four months already, and didn't know he chose to not notify the family. And Joey's like, "What the fuck?" And he, the dude's like, "Basically, there's nothing I can do for you, except wink, wink, nudge, nudge." I heard maybe because I think he's a good guy that he's working down at a five and dime in, in Centerville. Yeah. So just you know, maybe that's a rumor that was floating around. But I mean, you know, me. if anybody asks, I didn't say shit. And if you say that I said shit, I'm going to slit your fucking throat. Interesting piece of trivia. I picked up the other day and I don't remember why I read about it. And it this triggered my memory because all right, the prison guard from the first season when she first went to go see her dad, right? Yeah. I don't it doesn't matter if you remember him or not. Don't. He made a second appearance in Dawson's Creek in the episode where they did the urban legends and Pacey and Karen are in the and diner. He was a bad guy? The guy who owns and like runs the diner, the guy who did all the talking in there, is the same guy. Hmm. So this guy's got a side story that we need to be keeping an eye on him because he's not very trustworthy. But this guy that Joey talked to is not that guy. This is a different guy. Maybe he got found out. No, he had to quit his job at the prison. He's running that diner now because he got got from the prison. We don't know why he doesn't work at the prison anymore. Mm, We got to figure something happened. Well, here's something's happening here with Dawson and Audrey talking downtown in Capeside. And that's Dawson telling a story about Christy Livingstone, another way back throwback reference from the Dawson's Creek writers. But it's all basically a, a story to try and be like, listen, Audrey, you got to give Pacey a chance because he really likes you. And you know it's true. And she's like, yeah, I know it's true. Yeah. He's also then like, but also I'm probably going to be going out to L.A. Yeah. And she's like, why didn't you fucking lead with that? We're going to be fucking just hanging out, chilling all the fucking time. And he's like, dude, um, uh, I might need somewhere to stay. And she's like, you're fucking totally staying with me, dude. Don't fucking worry about it. But also, I've got another question for you. Did you tell Joey about this yet? And Dawson's just like, um, uh, no, 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 because I can never just tell Joey anything. I got to work it up. I got to work myself up to it. So we cut to the B&B and we get another Bessie appearance. Oh, baby. I love you, Betsy. Well, they're talking if about you're listening and you want to be a guest on season six of uh, Hashtag Creek Chat, shoot us an email, 50randyquids at gmail.com. I don't know if I'm saying the last name correctly, but I'm pretty sure her name is Nina Repetta. Nina Repetta? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, we would take any anyone who's ever been on 
Dawson's Creek. If you happen to be listening to this and would like to guest spot, here's the thing. I don't have any special bonus flavor for anyone between seasons five and six this time because they skimped on the bonus features on the DVD. So if we could get a Dawson's Creek interview, that would be magical. I'm going to jump to Twitter and start hitting up every like background character I could possibly find and be like, what are you doing with your time in quarantine? I'll give you $50 to come talk to us for half an hour. 75 for an hour. Let's do this thing. And they'll be like, hell yeah. I'm going to get three of them. Three different, we'll have a panel, of a creek panel. No, no, that's a daydream. What happens here though is Joey's like, listen man, I'm worried my dad hates me. Because I ended up like getting him turned in to the police. And Audrey's like, nah man, if anything, he's ashamed to face you. He doesn't hate you. He's just like ashamed for everything that he did she's like you know what audrey i'm so glad you're here right now and audrey's like i'm so glad i'm here too and i had a great day with dawson and you know what joey that boy would do anything for you you know that right like just really driving home like that like joey and dawson and she's like she's like yeah 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 i know i know i know but that's all in the past you know and audrey's like he drove to fucking florida for you girl excuse me and she's like uh, i did not know that and audrey's all like fuck she goes straight up like deer in headlights joey does when she hears the florida news she's like dawson did what exactly and if he didn't say hi to me that means he found a reason to not say hi to me which means he knew i spent a night in a tent with charlie michael murray and that's not necessarily i wanted something that i wanted dawson to know not that i'm trying to hide it but you know what i'm saying i didn't think she wanted jen to know that she wanted to touch cmc's dick or cmm's dick she but that's because it became a weird rivalry thing that didn't need to happen and i'm not saying in this case it definitely needed to happen because it didn't lead to anything it was just conflict for a scene in an episode it, and it then it's was completely resolved all it was gonna do time. was it was just gonna lead to some <laughs> harmless ribs it, it didn't lead to anything but it does as always it doesn't matter so joey comes up to, to, to dawson in his bedroom we're, we're back in the bedroom once again and she drops the news about her dad being out of prison and he's like listen man i get it he came back last time, guns a-blazing, as soon as he got out of the clink, and he fucked it up big time. I can see why he wouldn't want to do that again. Is this where she sees Dawson, and she is like, hey, Audrey said that you wanted to tell me something? And yeah, he's like, yeah, 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 man. This big producer wants to work with me and Oliver and mentor us and get the foot in the door. Like, I'm super fucking excited. Yeah, and, and Joey's all like, oh, yeah. And she's like, that's cool. I'm really happy for you. But in the back, like, what she's thinking about, she's like, man, I really thought you were going to talk about how you want to fuck me. And you drove down to Florida to basically do that. But you thought I was touching CMM's dick. And he's like, listen, I just wanted to tell you about this movie thing more than anyone in the world. And she's like, I still just want to hear about like you wanting to bone me. Instead of CMM bone and me. Yeah. What's what's going on here? Well, the next thing we see is Dawson talking to Mitch. So, for the moment, sex is off the table. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's talking to Mitch, and he's like, Dude, I just gotta tell you, I banged Jen, and it was fantastic, but <laughs> I'm also in love with Joe. 
So how do I fucking make this work? Because it is hella complicated. And he's the like, Joey, oh, by the way, I'm about to go to Hollywood. But because of a movie I made in Boston at the freak school. And I can use that ticket that you bought me for L.A. finally. How about that? Here's what I find funny. Is that back in like what? Season one, season two. Joey's whole thing with Dawson was always. It's so complicated. This is just too complicated. We'll never be able to do this. Because oh my god. It's so complicated. It's like that calculus Jack was trying to do. <laughs> Except for it wasn't calcul- or complicated at all. And now when it actually is slightly complicated. They're like no nah, man we'll make it work. We're just not going to worry about it. Dawson recognizes finally when he's talking to Mitch though he's like how do I make this work since it is so complicated now so there's the flip like Dawson has gone through enough because back then for him it wasn't complicated so his perspective was this isn't complicated at all and Joey was making it way more complicated than it needed to be correct we talked about that at length and nausea in in the past Fast forward, now things actually are complicated. Things have been complicated by the last four seasons leading up to this one. But even during this one, even though they've learned to really create a good relationship for themselves over the course of season five, I'd say it's the best they've ever been in the history of this show outside of season one, maybe, when things were still just kind of simmering after that shit's always just been super weird it's kind of weird to think that for me especially i haven't seen the show right so i'm going into it completely optimistic that you can cue the wedding bells the fucking you know everything's happening the way it's supposed to happen and yet joey and dawson both in their storybook this is how it should have happened would have both had sex with each other for the first time and then pretty much never broke up and then got married. But it's funny because they instead just had sex with one of their friends within the group. But that's the thing. The story you just described is the more boring story. Oh, it is the more boring story. story. That's been told a million times before. No. Yeah. That's the Seth and summer story. What happened is the more realistic story too. To a degree, yes. I would agree with that. Before we close this episode out, though, because we've just got one more scene in it. That's Joey going down to Centerville, going to that five and dime, and going inside with that literary review to see her dad. But we don't see her go see her dad, and we don't really hear about it. No, we don't get any closure on that. So you have to, and that's maybe the problem here, is you have to assume that it went fine. And she was just like, listen, I guess if there is no mention of it, then there's no drama. So it just was a a fine interaction. Or maybe he wasn't even there that day. Maybe that's a possibility. But maybe it's a thing where it was just you plant the seed here. So when they bring him up again in season six, because it had been a while since Frank Potter had really come up. Yeah, they're like, they're like, hey, good old Frank is back. It's been a while since he became... Anything more than just like a punchline to something almost. So to have him be a central focus of this one was almost felt like, are they are they getting ready to bring him back for the wedding? Okay, before we move on to the next episode, though, let me ask you a question, Chuck. The Abbey. 
ABBY, the name of that episode. Yeah. Can you tell me why? Can you tell me why they called it that? I don't have an answer. Spoiler. It doesn't make any sense to me. And that's not even how you spell the real word Abby. There's an E in there before the Y. Yeah. This is how you would spell the name Abby Morgan. So what the fuck was the name of this episode? What does it mean? That's making me mad. Oh, maybe Audrey's the new Ab- Abby? I don't know. She's the actual glue that holds the group together. That's an obscure-ass reference, especially because Abby Morgan herself doesn't even come up in the episode as like a reference. No, I mean, I can't think of anything. I wasn't asking for an actual answer, because I don't have one either. I'm just saying it's a weird episode title. Yeah, I, I, I think the, the episode title means nothing to me, because it, it literally it does nothing. Well, let's move on. Well, in this case, too, it's just a, a term. Episode 23, Swan Song. Yeah, it's just a bad title for the... I, I would have preferred season finale. Well, it also, well, that's essentially what it is. Or, <laughs> like, or terminal. That, oh, Jesus Christ. That is 100% a better season finale title than Swan Song. So officially from now on, we are discussing episode 23, Dawson's Creek, season five, terminal. So this, this episode opens with um, Dawson like walking up the stairs of the airport. And you're like, oh shit, it's going to be him being in Cali. And then... Hold on, can I point out that he's wearing a fucking very brown leather coat? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I've noticed <laughs> it since you've said it. Um, and he's talking to Oscar on the phone, and then he runs into Joe. And then we f- see that it's a fucking five-year time jump. And I'm like, holy shit. And then I was like, why are they doing the time jump right now on the season finale? Wouldn't that make more sense to do the... Did you not think this was just a dream immediately? No, I didn't. Oh, I thought it was a dream. Well, and that's Since what kind of pissed me off because, like, like, I was like, what the fuck? Because, like, I was actually expecting a time jump going into next season. But but maybe that's why I was so thrown off by it. And But I was like, I was like, all right, I'm kind of geared up for it. And um, Dawson's like, yeah, I'm in town because Gail's getting remarried. And I was like, boom, wedding, Gail, yes. And he's like, oh, yeah, you know, Lily's about to be in first grade. And I'm like, damn. And then Joe, like, She's got that, like, engagement ring on her finger. And I was like, oh, shit, what's that on her finger? No, she's engaged. No. And then she, like, fucking yells and belittles Dawson. And that's when I was like, this can't be real. And then Dawson wakes up in a deep fucking sweat. And I'm like, oh, God, fucking dream up fucking dream at least they fucking did it at the beginning of the episode and didn't fucking stretch it out throughout the entire episode because then i would have been like "Ooh, would not have liked the finale but the finale does not start on a bright note for me so as i'm sitting there watching i've got my notes here dawson answers his cell phone it's oliver they're talking about writing something dawson like the deal isn't done and that's where i immediately wrote down this has got to be some sort of fantasy I didn't go with Dream immediately. I was like, is he having some sort of weird fantasy about the future and how it's going to play out and he's going to wake up like a daydream sort of thing? I don't know. But then it turned into a nightmare, obviously. I don't know. Like, it didn't bother me, but it did feel really out of place. Well, and then, like, and then I immediately was like, no, shake it off. Season finale. Season's been good. This is going to be good. And then I thought of it. I was like, oh, it was a dream. Wedding bells. Cue them. Wedding still on. So we go to the Cape Finale, Side Yacht baby. Club. We go to the Cape Side Yacht Club right next. And so we get a throwback to what's going on 
It's when Pacey shows up. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry. I said you should lead the way. I I just jumped in. You go. Where are your notes taking you? You go. I'm sorry. Okay, so actually that is where I'm at, but I was just thrown off by it because of the way I wrote my notes. Uh, because like Audrey deny or Joey denies Audrey once again. Yeah. Uh huh. For that invite out to L.A. And then Pacey shows up dressed like a security guard, and they're all kind of like, "What the fuck is that?" Audrey calls him a dickhead. Yeah. Twice in this episode, but this time she means it. And he's all like, yeah, I'm working security for the summer here at the Yacht Club. And Joe is like, well, how about that? I got my job back as a fucking waitress at the Yacht Club. Pace is like, oh, looks like we're stuck here together. Yeah. Joey looks very miserable about that idea. She does yeah. not want to be back in Cape Side at no, all. No, no. I, I, I'm kind of surprised that she even went back to Cape Side, especially after... When she talked to Betsy and Betsy's like, you know, we don't need you here, right? Do you think she goes back to Cape Side? Because that happens after this. You know how this episode ends. We'll wait till we get there. We'll talk about what Joey Potter does next at the end of the episode. Let's set the scene for what Dawson's doing in Cape Side right now. He's chilling at home. He's feeding Double L. He's talking to Gail. And he's like, man, going out. Gail looks so good. I love Gail. I love I love Gail too, and that's the thing. So, all right, we brought this up last episode about whether a particular character cranked my chain or whatever terminology. <laughs> I am attracted I to with. Gail. No, and here's the thing: I say that I also am. She's an attractive board. lady. I'm on board with that, especially more in these later episodes than in the earlier episodes. I mean, I'll take early Gail too. It's all down to the haircut. I think is what a lot of it is. It's better now than it was in season one. Oh, yeah. Those haircuts were awful. Everybody had bad haircuts. Oh, no doubt. People continue to have bad haircuts. Like, that's just how haircuts work, man. People, People always have bad ones. relatively most of the time have bad haircuts. So what they get down to right away is Gail is like, have you said goodbye to Joey yet? So we're just setting the tone that this is all about Dawson and Joey again. Set your fucking compass for True North, Dawson and Joey. And he's like, I'm meeting up with her and Audrey later. We're going to say goodbye then. Like, yeah, yeah, we're going to make it work out or whatever. Yeah, yeah. She's going to blow me before I take that airplane. So now let's set the scene for what Jack and Jen are leaving off at before they had to costa rica because apparently jack has passed all of his fucking classes somehow four c's and a d baby c's get degrees and apparently a d in there will also get you a d for degree yeah d will get you a passing not enough so jen signs off from her radio gig all happy and she had a good ass year but she can't be too happy because they might fire her so she's got to go to costa rica and something tragic has to happen so she can come back angry yeah oh she'll so come back angry why wouldn't she be angry? Because well, she spent we, the whole summer with her parents. She's going to be like, yeah. I got a lot of shit to say on the radio today. I think the the hope is that in the two months she spends with her parents, things will get better. And they'll be able to start healing some, some wounds. But she says in the last episode when Jack, like she said she called her parents and told them she wasn't coming. They almost sounded relieved a little bit. And that could have just been her hearing what she wanted to hear. But if it's true, like maybe her parents were just doing it as a courtesy. They they think that they should, not necessarily that they want to. So maybe it would have been good that they don't do it. So I and I don't remember how this turns out. I don't remember if she comes back and her and her parents have started mending things, or if she comes back and she's like, "This is still bullshit." But to cut away from that, 
go over to the fresh fish market. We're going to catch up with that threesome of Dawson and Joey and Audrey. But Audrey leaves to make them a duo because these two young lovers have a conversation they need to have. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And I like how they just were like, all right, we've been fucking around with this for four years. Dawson is just like, you know what? I went down to Florida to tell you that I love you while you were touching CMM's dick. She starts it by saying, why did you come to Florida? Like she breaks the dam down because they're going to sit there and do their usual back and forth subtext. Will they, won't they even actually talk about something that they do all the time? But she just comes out and goes, why did you come to Florida Dawson? And that's when he comes in with what you're saying. And she's like, or no, then Dawson goes in to kiss her and she pulls away saying that she can't do this. And I was just like, oh, this is weird and awkward. Oh, yeah, it got real weird because she had even asked him before that, like, when did it change for you again? Like, I know when it changed before from when you wanted to be with me to when you couldn't anymore. But when did it switch over again? He was like, when I was looking at that sketchbook with Double L, like, and all the pictures of Mitch. And then I went and talked to him at his grave. And like, me and Mitch just, we got real tight and we talked about you, Joe. And me and Mitch got maybe a little weird about you, Joe, but... (laughs) I don't want to get too far into that, but what and I she's know. and and then Dawson's to Joe like, when is it switched for you? And she's like, well, the first time I saw that movie that you made, and I saw CM CMM's dick on screen, I was like, god damn, I need a piece of that in my life. Well, in this case, she just walks away after the kiss thing. <laughs> she's like, I gotta go. Well, yeah, she said that, and then she's like, I actually gotta go watch that movie right now. So. He, he pulls up later, the next day, actually, in a taxi, and he's there to pick up Audrey because they're going to L.A. together. Yeah, and Audrey's all like, Joe, this has been the best year of my life. Don't say anything weird. Well, Dawson does something very Dawson's Creek-like of him and puts a letter in Joey's mailbox, which no one notices. Nope. Or checks for a while. And, but Audrey can pick up on a weird vibe between those two, and Joey is not talking about it. And it is a weird vibe because... Joey's just like, yeah, Dawson, have a good summer. Yeah, she's like, have a nice summer, Dawson. You too, Joey. I hope a lot of chicks blow you. Yeah, mm -hmm, that's exactly what they said. (laughs) I literally wrote down the last word I have in in my notes about that is weird. (laughs) It was just a weird segment. What was also not as weird, but definitely a little bit shocking was when we cut to Pacey and he's out on the docks. Oh, we get Danny again? Yeah, there's a noise complaint, and who is it but fucking Danny and a woman whose name he doesn't know? Not his wife, and Pacey points that out, and Danny's all like, oh yeah, we got divorced, or at least that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. And he's like, what's up with this security gig, man? What are you doing? And Pacey's like, well, after you kind of like left me hanging high and dry at Civilization, this is what I'm stuck doing for the moment. He's like, yeah, that bitch Alex uh, didn't know how to be a manager, and that place collapsed. And so Danny's like, but don't worry about it, man. You're just like me. We're cut from the same cloth. You don't have to change your ways. The world will fix itself around you, and it'll be great and perfect. And that scares Pacey. Oh, yeah, the look on Pacey's face is, I don't want to be you. You're a bum of a level that I can't respect. And you're just bad to women. Yeah. And Pacey cannot abide by being bad to women. That's not in his character. Well, for the most part. And then that's where we get uh, Jack and Jen running well, into ru- Audrey and Dawson at the airport, right? Yeah, they're rushing to get their flight, but it turns out it's delayed. 
So they turn around and boom, who's there but the L.A. duo. And then, oh shit, who comes rolling in to the Cape Side Airport? So I know I was like super surprised when i realized cape side had a huge train station i think i'm way more surprised that cape side has an airport but i'm just well, kind of dealing with it i'm pretty sure this isn't cape side they're like in boston or something oh, okay yeah, yeah that makes way more sense yeah i don't think this is a cape side airport i mean i did just kind of buy into that it was a cape side airport <laughs> i like fast it. I, I really like that you're capable of just believing that cape side would have an airport that's like that's a beautiful piece of information for me to have, but it I don't think that's what it no is. no sense, but I bought into it immediately. I was like, yeah, sure, why not? We have no idea. Like, like we assume that this is not that many people, but fuck it. Airport. This is how far you've come from this show. Back in season one, you couldn't understand why this show wouldn't explain how a broken window got fixed. <laughs> <laughs> now you're like, oh, Cape Side's got an airport? No problem. <laughs> Absolutely. I believe in that. I'm not even going to question it. It shows a lot of growth in you, Chuck. I also think it shows just how much you're willing to forgive in season five because it was so much better than almost all the other seasons. Oh, it was such a fun season. So I've got... When I like something, I'm way more likely to forgive its downfalls. Sure. Well, it's kind of how this... But yeah, that's when we say uh, see Gay Goatee uh, float into the scene. He's all like, hey, Jack, how you doing, bro? Well, the same concept, I think, applies here in that Jack is like, I'm willing to forgive Gay Goatee's flaws because I like him. And that's how this kind of plays out between those two. Well, he seems like... Not annoyed to run into him, but almost like, ah, fuck, like, I don't want this guy to see me. I think it's because he's already felt, I don't know. At first, it is hard to tell. But then once he talks to Goatee and Goatee's like, yeah, I went home and I was going to tell my family, but it didn't feel right. So I just turned around and came back. Then Jack kind of gets this feeling that he tells Jen later where he's like, I kind of feel like I didn't help enough for this guy. Like, he came back, he helped me out with that test so that i could pass and i felt like we're on even footing to the point where i could treat him like a friend now and so not helping him out when he's in the situation i understand and i've been through i feel kind of guilty about that so that's where it leads me to go okay are these guys just going to be friends or is this something that we can expect to see in season six because Unless there is a time jump, I have to assume a lot of these secondary characters and like third, thirdly character, I don't know, like even less secondary characters, I guess you would say. I don't know, background characters like Clifton. Um, like I, I would have to assume unless something happens to Clifton in Vegas, uh, he's going to be back in season six. Well, let's hold off on all of that talk until we get to the end of this episode. We're going to get to your predictions. Uh, it's going to be easier for everyone if we just keep all those in one place because now we are talking predictions. The Jack, the Jack. Oh, I think we should just finish up with the whole Jack thing right now because that's an easy storyline to kind of just put to bed if that's easy enough for you. Well, yeah, because I mean we've already mentioned that Jen's not going to go to Costa Rica; right. she's going to go to her parents' well, because house. Because they talk, and she's already like, "I'll forgive you if you decide you want to stick around Boston and hang out with Goatee." Because I'm probably not going to go to Costa Rica either, and I'm going to go hang out with my parents. And he's like, okay, cool, cool, cool. So that's what he ends up doing. So Jack kind of just wraps up. In the end, we see him and Goatee just sitting there having a drink together, just shooting the shit and having a good-ass time. And that's how that's how we yeah. leave Jack at the end of Season 5. Let's get Joey 
over to that airport and pace you over to that airport too. I think that's an important thing to do. So Betsy, Betsy runs it runs over to the the boat club, and she's all like, "Hey, Joe, you know we don't need you here, right?" And Joe's like, "Yeah, I know. I'm just here for you know because it." I feel like I have to do this because I have to punish myself and come back here since I had such a good year in Boston. Well, Bessie's like, no, listen, we need you here so little that here's your passport from season one that you took to go to France and never ended up doing. And here's this letter I found in the mailbox. So go check these things out real quick. And maybe that's going to change your mind about where you're going to be tonight. Yeah, 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 yeah. And she's all like, hey, Pacey, let's go. Like, fuck this. Uh, go get Audrey back. She's at the airport right now. Let's go get our people back that we love. Well, yeah, they're sitting on the docks or whatever. And basically, he's like, that letter is from Dawson. And you are looking at the fact that your life has changed over the past year. And reading that letter, you're trying to find a way to unchange your life. To, like, make it... Because Pacey still kind of thinks the Dawson-Joey thing is unhealthy. But Joey looks at him. She's like, no, I'm not trying to unchange anything. Let's go to that fucking airport right now. And he's like, okay, that's fine. Because, yeah, they'd already talked about Audrey and how stupid he was being about this and how we needed to get her. So he's already on board for that. Let's talk about what's going on at the airport in the meantime. While all that's going on to get those two to the airport, Dawson bumps into Grams there, as we've already kind of alluded to. Yeah, and Grams is basically just like, oh, yeah, it seems more fun when we're when, when it seems like we're sneaking around. And it's like her and Clifton are going to Vegas to, you know, roll dice. No, they're sneaking off to Vegas to do some more choir practice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're going to shoot some dice in between. That's true. Dawson also decides he's got to talk Jen into going to see her parents. So that whole fucking back and forth happens right there. He didn't know about the parents thing at all because she'd been keeping it yeah, to herself. Yeah, Graham's drops it. And Graham's drops it. So yeah, he goes and convinces her to think about it. And that's when she ends up having the conversation with Jack. But Dawson runs into another person along the way, too. Dawson's just running into everybody. That Hollywood director Todd. that he fucking told off, Todd. Yep. Well, this dude's like, listen, I think about whether it's true or not. He says, I think about that little speech you gave me all the fucking time. Like, that shit just fucking stuck in my head. And Dawson's like, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. And dude's like, well, why don't you give me a call when you get to L.A.? I might want to watch one of your little movies when we get there. And Dawson just kind of laughs and shakes his head once the guy walks away. Like, what the fuck is going on in my life right now? I know. Isn't that crazy? That was pretty crazy. Well, now we get Pacey and Joey actually there. And they need to get to their people. And Joey's trying to buy a ticket, and Pacey's like, I got a different idea. And he just runs away. So that's when he gets on one of those white phones and tells Audrey to pick up. And he's all like, hey, meet me out front, you know, or in the lobby, and we'll we'll talk it out. And she's all Fuck like, you. that's not romantic. And she hangs up the phone. So Pacey bribes the guy who ran the PA system somehow to let him use it and he's like listen girl i'm sorry i don't want to live without you meet me downstairs and baby we're gonna do it upright and she walks up to him and she's like hey dickhead and he's like here's the plan baby girl we're gonna drive to california right now and we're only gonna stop for food and for sex and she's like well what if i want to stop off at all these like cool little stops on the way and he's like i'll do whatever you want you're in charge of my life. I bet you a lot of those places have food and we can definitely have sex there. So not a problem. So they're basically cruising down the road to California in Pacey's fucking muscle car. Boom. No problem. Which I would be kind of afraid to do considering it just stalled like last episode in Boston. He's had it tuned up. No problem. 
He's got no job. He's got no money. He's got no place to live. His car is his home now, so it is his palace. It is his palace. He's going to go live with Audrey for a while. It's going to get weird. He's going to be the Ryan Atwood to the... Him and Dawson are going to be living with Audrey. Oh, my God. That that is going to be a (laughs) wild situation out there in fucking Hollywood. I hope we see it. We're going to see if we see it. I don't remember, and that's what I love the most about it. So, meanwhile, Joey's in line. And she's trying to get her ticket. She runs across Jen and they just have a moment where it's like, baby girl, I love you. Oh, I love you too. And they hug and they go their separate ways. And it's like, they've yo-yoed up and down so much over the years. But they yeah. it seems like more often than not, especially this season, they always settle on, I got your back, girl. We're, we're like blood. We're I like agree. blood now. We're thicker than frat bros. So she goes to buy a ticket, and she's like, I don't care. Anywhere refundable. How about Milwaukee? And the dude's like, barring. Yeah, and she's like, all right, fine. Fuck it. Paris. And he's like, ooh, we got deals. And so she takes that, and she really, at this moment, doesn't give a fuck. She just needs... Which is funny, because it is a callback to that first season where she could have gone to Paris. Well, she runs to the gate, and she finds Dawson. And she's like, listen, bro, why didn't you say goodbye to me? And she's like, I was, she's like, I was scared of going backwards, and like... Never growing up when you went to kiss me and shit. But, like, I also know that you make my life better, not worse. And that's when he's like, you got to come with me. And then she lays down. And she's like, nah, I'm not doing that. But what I am going to do is I'm going to kiss you, grab your dick through your pants. Right here. And be like, be like, I'll see you when you get back. And he's all like, mm, girl, you make me not want to leave. And he's like, she's like, yeah, it's because I just grabbed your dick. And he's like, shit, that's right. Let's go fuck real quick, and then I'll leave. And she's like, ugh, you and CMM, always thinking the same thing. Well, he gets on... And she storms off. He gets on the plane, and some woman talks to him, and he's like, listen, girl, everything's going to be okay. And Jen talks to Todd, the director, and he's trying to hit on her, and she's like, your movie sucked. And he's like, okay. And then it ends with Joe being like, hey, I'd like to refund this ticket, and and he's like oh it's a shame paris is beautiful this time of year and she's like maybe i'll go do you think do you have anything else to say about this episode no do you think joey goes to paris i mean it really all depends do you think joey goes to paris dawson uh, i want to say she does go to paris dawson's going to la so it's not like if it's a matter of yeah well, for, for me what i for me really what it is is more or less, what's happening in season six? They gave her sister gave her her passport. She's got a ticket. No, to yeah, Paris. I understand like, all of that. For me, it's it's where are we at in season six? How far of a time jump is there going to be? Are we going to be? That's what's up to you to decide right now in your predictions, and that's where we're at right now. Yeah, I'll give you my my uh, season finale thoughts. Uh, great ending to a great season. This is probably one of, if not. My favorite uh, season finale in Dawson's Creek so far. And I can go back and actually tell you that that is true. Because I went back and listened to the first season finale, which would have been really the only season I would have liked, season finale-wise. I also did listen to some most of the second episode, uh, uh, the second season finale. And once again, I was like, yeah, I mean... Oh, you didn't like it. This one was the best. I am pumped and primed. To get into season six. And part of that is because I, I'm riding this high of a great season. And the other part is it's the last season. I finally get to see if my wedding is going to fucking come true. I'm so fucking excited about this. I love 
how much stock you're putting in a thing you don't even know happens i appreciate oh yeah i have no idea no, I, but i know i love that you're willing to put your hopes and dreams on the line for something that's not guaranteed because if it doesn't happen i know how you are you're going to be very disappointed and you're probably going to be like fuck this show <laughs> <laughs> i i want to say that i'm not going to do that but you also know me very well, and that is well within my capability. I think after some time, you might come around and at least be neutral to it, but I think your immediate reaction... Yeah, 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 yeah. But initially, right after, I'll be like, fuck no, this. No one got married. This is bullshit. Yeah, I'll be like, unless someone dies, there's got to be a funeral or a wedding. I want one of the two. <laughs> oh, see, would I, you wouldn't be as happy with a funeral, but would you be... No, no, but it... You'd be okay with it? I need a big event, you know? So if it's not going to be someone getting married, it'd be okay if someone was dying. Yeah, and, you know, I will settle for just some awesome, amazing event. Let me just travel down the death sphere for a little bit. Would it have to be a main character that's dying, or could it be another one? Nah, man, we just need some sort of funeral action if we're not getting a wedding. Some sort of funeral action. Okay. I'm excited to see what happens with Dawson and Joey. And I mean, I know it's going to be ending in wedding bells. So there's that. But how do they get there? You know, and then there's Audrey and Pacey. I love these two together. They seem right. It seems like this is where they should be at. Uh, let's see how the summer or at least the drive across the country does for them. Jack and Gay Goatee kicking it all summer. I guess we'll see what happens there. Where are they living? If... Are they going to be in Boston? So are they going to stay at Graham's? I guarantee you Jack is staying at Graham's. Like Graham, okay. Like that makes. I'm sense. guessing Graham's bought the place. Um, yeah, yeah, she's yeah. She's just yeah, on vacation right now, and then when she comes back from vacation, it'll just be Graham's and Jack living at home while Jen's out in fucking Hamptons. Yeah, she uh, Jen's going to New York, New York, to uh, to see her parents, and uh, you know that. I liked it because it tied up this season really well. Also, while bringing a, a like a a shout out throwback to the season one with the uh, is Joey gonna go to Paris? I'm gonna say yes. I think, and I don't remember, but to ha- I'm also gonna say gay goatee and Jack season six fucking. So let me get. Um, do you want the? Do you want me to ask you some questions about what I think, or do you want the three episode titles first? And then you can... Let's go with three episode titles. Here we go. Episode one, The Kids Are All Right. Episode two, The Song Remains the Same. And episode three, The Importance of Not Being Earnest. All right. So season six is going to open us. I think we're actually going to get the first first episode of season six is going to be them finishing up in L.A., Joe traveling back to boston so we're gonna get like another terminal episode or at least parts in an airport jack and gay goatee are definitely together and uh, a couple now jen had a great time with her parents and they've convinced her to go to church bringing that back oh oh yeah her her parents are the ones who go to church and convince her to go to church yeah 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 they want to all start a new a new thing where they're like, hey, Graham's is the best one in our family. She goes to church. Let's all try to be more like Graham's. And while little do they know, but Graham's is like dirty dancing on Clifton all the time. Oh, that's a very intense relationship. You know, you, <laughs> you know, that's true. 
Yeah, yeah. Maybe we get a Clifton and Graham's wedding. They're going to come back. They're going to come back from Vegas already married. We're not going to see the wedding. It just happened. Oh, dude, I I subscribe to that. (laughs) So how about new characters? What kind of new characters do you think you're going to throw in the mix? Because you know Dawson's Creek is going to be bringing some new characters. Do we get another teacher? Are there more students? Um, Obviously, Joey. I think we're actually going to be getting more of a, a lot of returning characters from season five and from seasons past. Such as. Because we're not going to consider Audrey a guest anymore. She's part of the crew. No. And in the credits, she is main cast credited next season. So she's, okay. even in that yeah, realm, that part of the crew. So who do you mean as far as... Well, the- we're going to get Clifton coming back. We're going to get Gay Goatee coming back. We're going to see more of Gene. As far as Clifton, he played a very minimal role in when he yeah, did Yeah, but show now up. he's coming back as Mr. Graham. Do you think... So you are subscribing to them going to Vegas, getting married. You think he yeah, plays... Yeah, why the fuck think, not, man? Getting married in Vegas, baby. So you think he plays a bigger role in this season than Cliff does? No. Oh, no. Oh. He's just married to Graham's now. And every time he sees Jack, he'll be like, ah, you're the homosexual. So what other characters are... Oh, come on. It's Dawson's Creek, bro. They're definitely bringing new characters into the mix. Well, yeah, we're going to see a little bit more of Gail's boyfriend. Oh, Yeah. Uh, we'll see a new Alexander because he's a little bit older now. Oh, but when was the last time we saw any Alexander? Ah, uh, probably season two. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a minute since we've. Well, we'll see some Bodie. I don't think Bodie was in season five at all. I don't think he was either. But we'll see some Bodie this year. Oh yeah, we think we get Bodie and do we get Bodie in season six or do we get Bodie in the finale or are you just considering it all one and the same? It's all one and the same. We're going to see at least one flashback of Mitch. Oh, yeah? That's going to keep happening. Wait, it's been a while since we've seen a flashback. Not not really. We saw some flashbacks of him this past episode when he was fucking talking to him at the grave. There was no flashbacks to Mitch. I'm not like, not necessarily, like, yeah, like pictures. We're going to see Mitch. No, but Whether or not he talks, no. But we'll see some Mitch in season six. I don't understand what you mean by the graveyard being a flashback. It was just him talking to Mitch at the graveyard. We will get some mention of Mitch. Well, that, of course we will. It'd be more phenomenal if you were guessing we're going to get another mention of the mugger, which I would not put money on. But I think the mugging. Ooh, we'll get some Frank Potter. Oh, you think he does come back into the mix? Andy's going to come back. Andy's going to come back. Okay. I think it's brief, but we'll see her. I think that's an interesting prediction. I don't know when, but we'll see her sometime next year. Okay. All right. Next season. Do you want to venture in any guess into what capacity we're going to see her or just that she'll show? No, nah, not really. It's just going to be a, a passing thing and then she'll be in the finale. Okay. All right. She'll be at the wedding. You mentioned Gene Wilder. Does that keep going or does that just kind of. He's just a teacher. So they bring him back, but nothing really happens. No, yeah, 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 yeah. It's just so like every once in a while he can be like, hey, Joey, 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 Joey. Thank you for not blowing me. Just, I have to keep saying it and I'll say it for the rest of my life. Thank you. Yeah, pretty much. Thank you for avoiding my dangling. Yeah. And then that teacher will come in one day when he's telling her, thanks for not fucking me. And she'll be like, what do you mean? And he'll be like, no, 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 no. We didn't fuck. And, he'll, and she'll be like, oh, okay. Can I blow you now? And... That'll happen. And he'll like wave bye to Joe. He'll be like, hey, I got to go take care of this. 
Well, now that we've really gotten down to the golden nuggets of the predictions, are there any more that you'd like to throw at us? Did I say that Jack and Gay Goatee were going to be hooking up? That might be the third time. Happy. You're adamant about that. So do you think that keeps going? Oh, for sure. Do you think it stays the thing for a while, or is it like a we're done with it within the first three pack? I want to say it's an off and on thing. For the whole season, half a season? Yeah. Okay. Whole season. What about Jen? Give me a little bit on what you think Jen might be doing going into the next season. Because she's been she's a real open-ended story again. She could really do anything. The only lead we really have is the radio. Yeah, she could really do anything. Do you think she pursues the radio thing? Or does that kind of taper off and she does something I think else? She'll, I think she'll be back at the radio thing until they find something for her. Does the radio thing become the thing for her? Does she find a path? Obviously, she like she loves music and stuff. And I think... Yeah, maybe she does that. Maybe she falls ass backward into, like, the movie reviewer's job, except for it's uh doing, like, the music. Interesting comparison there. Yeah, she kind of just... Since she doesn't make music, she works music adjacent and just kind of stumbled yeah. into it by having a shitty boyfriend for a little while. Nice. All right, you got anything else for us? Nope. Well, you can check out all of our Dawson's Creek talk, all of our Cage talk, all of our 50 Randy Quaid's talk on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and of course, most importantly, at 50randyquades.com. You know that's right. So we're about to take ourselves another two-week break between seasons here, refuel our engines, rotate our tires, one of the other things they do. Kick it old school. Yeah, all the things they do in a classic pit stop, most especially kicking it old school. Unfortunately, this time, I don't have any bonus content for our dear listeners. Because they didn't provide us with any bonus content. And ultimately, I'm too lazy to come up with my own. Unless, of course, Betsy wants to come on for an interview. Nina, please, Miss Betsy, just so you know, I know that your character's name is Bessie. I prefer Betsy. And be honest, it doesn't really matter because you're gorgeous. And until until then, we we be be creaking. creaking. Season finale.